We're sponsors. By Jeff's 12-step sponsor. Now a word from our sponsor. Please don't give Jeff a beer. He's very susceptible. <laughs> oh, wait. It cuts right back to it. I'm like, Ugh. The next sponsor is Miller Lite, and you're in the commercial. <laughs> you're like, wasted fucking the Bud Light horse. That's Budweiser. <laughs> no, I know. But you're fucking the pony. The Bud ah. Light pony. <laughs> I used to like be like really competitive about like how much higher I got than other people. I think your girlfriend's trying to show you a bag of chips. Bag of cake. We're recording, babe. I love you. I mean, in the nicest possible way. Scoot. <laughs> fucking. Uh, wait, wait. Is she, is she modeling your groceries right now? Is that what that was? No, I hope not. I think that she's like one by one trying to show you all the sneaky snacks. I don't know how many times we can squeeze it through here. No. I can see your I can see your legs. Take a hike, dude. God, I wish I was gay, dude. Girls are the worst. Oh god. It's like when you it's like when you gate up a animal, you know? And though, like be quiet. Though I might be the girl in my, my house because I definitely fucking model the groceries. You model the groceries. Oh, I get home, you I'm model like, the groceries. What like, does that mean? like 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 you get it like Vanna White style and you're like, check it out. Dunkaroos. Mm-hmm. Late night dunking, and mm-hmm. then and you 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 name and describe everything that you bought at the grocery store. Do you guys go separately? Yeah, Aaron's a big fan of. Do you want to go to the grocery store with me? And I go, well, why would I do that when one of us can just go? I offer so that she can't be mad when I fuck it all up. I don't want to go together. Like I'd no, rather I one you? of us go. I'd rather either I go knock it out. No dilly dallying, or you go knock it out. No dilly dallying. We're we're the opposite. We we can't go together, and I'd rather me go than her because she's fucking militant in the grocery store, bro. Doesn't bring home Dunkaroos, dude. My girl is like on fucking one of those shows where you get like thirty seconds to make your food. Like they're like, all right, dude, grab the mint jelly and fucking run. Yeah, like, she's on like a like one of those like Iron Chef Johns or not Iron Chef. You don't talk about like those thirty seconds to grab. Yeah, it's like a spy movie about. for her, dude. She Catherine Zeta-Jones through the lasers, dude. She's like, all right, there's four people in this aisle. I'll come back to that one third. First, we're going peanut butter, and we're going fast. Like, I thought it was going to be like, I already went to aisle three. I no longer can go back to aisle three. It's only forward from here. I like to chill. I like to talk to the deadly guy, make no. memories. No. I have anxiety in a grocery store. We're trying to leave. We're trying to get in, get out, serpentine around people, get the fuck out of my way. Who stands in front of the cheese? I didn't tell you about my del- my deli pen, my meat pen. Your hold on. I didn't tell you about my meat pen. Your meat pen. I hate naming the episode so early in, but uh, dude, I went to the fucking. First of all, it's gonna be tough to go from Bone Loan to White Tyson to meat. Then <laughs> we're not getting a single mommy to click on this shit. Not one mom. And our our mommy mailbox is getting crusty and dusty, <laughs> bro. It's only been a week, but they age fast. No, I I got a meat pen. I uh I was at the 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 deli counter at Giant, and I was uh, talking to the guy. He hooked me up with the best turkey once because I tipped him a two dollar bill, and I said, "Yo, dude, I don't got any more twos, but like, you want to hook me up with that turkey again? I'll pay full price. I just don't know what it's called." He's like, "I got you," and he starts hooking up. He's like, "Here comes your gold oven turkey, right?" And right when he says that, this guy who looks like the Santa Claus of meat. Like, it's the only way I can describe him. He's got, like, a big, salty beard, like, mm-hmm. behind me. His beard looks like he was on the ocean water. Okay. Uh, but he appears behind me, and he goes, you you getting you getting boar's head? And I was like, yeah, man, I think I think so. I don't, I don't know. I just got, the guy gets me the good stuff. And he's like, all right, you got to try the oven gold turkey. And he has 
single slices of turkey in like those Ziploc bags that don't zip. You know, like the like poor drug dealer bags. Like the, the, they almost clip. Like they're almost just like clip. No, yeah, you're you're just supposed to spin them around and tie oh, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, like like yeah. Like his mom still makes him lunch, and uh, yeah, it's he's still in her bags to sell mids. It's only wheat or goldfish that go yep. in those bags. Literally. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and the I, food goldfish. Either not way, the it's for uh, kids on the short bus. <laughs> yes. Just if you're in the back of the bus, you smoke weed. If you're in the front of the bus, you eat goldfish or stick them up your nose or whatever. We can't trust them with a Ziploc. <laughs> I never thought about front of the short bus kids and back of the short bus kids. They're only separated by a couple seats. Right? They're but not really separated by much. That's because they're all pretty bad, really. <laughs> they're all pretty bad. All short bus kids are back of the bus kids. <laughs> if you're just... wearing a helmet, you're in the front. If you're in the back, you have a higher likelihood of hitting the top if you go over a bump. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> short bus is just when you sit so far back in the bus they're like put them in a new bus and give them oven mitts i actually <laughs> like a scratcher i actually like to put like a tube on the uh, end of the school bus i like to tube behind the school bus like i'm <laughs> on a boat and i'm going tubing I, I i'll be able to remember what i was saying but did you have a fucking back of the bus kid like a v back of the bus kid? i didn't ride the bus Oh, true. Every other town in uh, my school had a bus but because the, the school was in our town I yeah. either walked or my parents Damn, showed walking me. walking to school, dude. That's fucking old school. No, it was but sweet, I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I only rode the bus when I got, like, detention and stuff. But we had, we had a bus kid who uh, he would play a game. It was his favorite game. It was called How Far Into the Bus Ride Can I Smoke This Cigarette Before I Get Kicked Out and Just Have to Walk Home From Here. Uh, if it was a short bus, the driver smelling it right away. He called himself Sneakers. He wanted everyone to call him Sneakers because he had the coolest sneakers. What a, an expensive name to keep up. Because then, like, what happens when, like, your nice sneakers get ruined? Do you have to go drop another four hundo? <laughs> You'd walk into parties and just go, sneakers is here. Bro, I, I'm like, what is under $100 here? Those are my categories. And he was one of those, like, scrawny failed abortion kids, too. So, like, it looked like sneakers was, like, his, like... <laughs> Like, he's oh, a little yeah. gremlin. Like, you know how the gremlins are like Gizmo? Is there one called Sneakers now? What, was his outfit atrocious outside of his sneakers? Absolutely. Yeah. It looked like like somebody ran through a Zoomies naked and mm-hmm. just like, like it was like a clothesline and they just ended up wearing stuff. Everybody who has nice sneakers are wearing the same sweatpants they wore on Monday and they all look like Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> Yeah, he was. He had Osiris's up to the fucking knee, dude. He had the the fucking high tops. That person is currently homeless, but has the newest iPhone. Yeah, that's that guy. Literally, he lives in the box. That's why you never throw them out, brother. Get a home and get a Motorola Razor. Don't get the new iPhone and live in a box. It's crazy. They call me Stuart Little because I live in this box. Uh, <laughs> no, so so I got I uh, was at the deli right, and the guy had the the untied Ziploc bag of meat. Uh, but he was officially there with Boar's Head, right? Okay. And he was there to give people samples of the turkey I got. And I was like, well, I mean, that's what I'm getting, man. But I'll, t- I'll, take, I'll take a little baggie of turkey just for the memories. And he was like, well, I'm going to save it for some people who haven't experienced what you've experienced. But if you're already getting the oven gold, the only thing left to give you is my personal pen. So you can take notes. And he handed me... His personal boar's head pen from behind his ear. And and he wanted me to, to take notes on my deli meat experiences. Is this guy looking for a meat pen pal? Like, I don't understand. Uh, 
What is he giving you? What are you, what are you guys going to do? Write back and forth to each other on different meat experiences? <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I got a meat pen pal in prison. Uh, <laughs> Bro, uh, I got a meat pal. <laughs> I got a meat. You got a meat pen? I got a meat pal. All right? And he is friendly. Very dude, friendly. Dude, like, it, it's so funny to think of him as, like, a bird watcher who's just, like, taking notes on. He's like, actually, in uh, West Philly, I experienced the most delectable ham. Dude, that's what I was thinking about the other day because I, uh, I was trying to work on my bird watcher joke. And I was just, like, talk, like just talking about, like, bird watching. Like, well, maybe that's an okay hobby to have debatable but maybe it's okay for sure it's a gateway drug into stalking right <laughs> it's for sure a gateway drug into stalking absolutely i mean what other hobby are you doing where you're watching something through binoculars taking notes and completely aware of where they live and they have no idea they're being watched and they're pretty much all the same but you're really fixing in on those nuanced differences their physical attributes oh this one's thighs are two centimeters wider is that a red-breasted robin <sighs> dude i'm not a big fan i like bird watching that's just saying i don't stalk people yet they do they do go right for the breast don't they Defin or the tail feathers. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. They don't care about that. Well, I was <laughs> going to say. a breast man or a tail feather man? I know some guys are a little bit more of a beak man. They want to know what that mouth do, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, dude. The early bird gets my worm. <laughs> oh, dude. Yes. Bird humor. We're fucking back in it, dude. We're breaking in the new spot, which feels so comfortable, by the way. Go birds. Bird humor. And dude. it says Miller Light on there. Go birds big time, dude. We're sponsored. <laughs> By the Philadelphia Millers. By Jeff's 12-step sponsor. <laughs> He's sponsored. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, dude, wait. My sponsor's also an Eagles fan. I'm like, yo, let us slide on Sundays. And now a word from our sponsor. Please don't give Jeff a beer. He's very susceptible <laughs> to beer. <laughs> wait, has that joke been done before? I don't, not ever. Dude, that would be funny as fuck. It's like, a, now to our sponsor, and they cut over, and it's just a guy <laughs> who is, like, dead fucking serious. <laughs> Like, it has been years of being a problem. Like, please, please do not give He's him like a beer. He's like a son to me. This is, it's breaking my heart. It's breaking my heart, Jeff. Come home. Cuts right back to it. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Chug it. The next sponsor is Miller Lite, and you're in the commercial. You're like, <laughs> wasted fucking the Bud Light horse. That's Budweiser. No, I know, but you're fucking the pony. The Bud ah. Light pony. The Bud Light horse, there's not one. They're like, yeah, we're getting one, though. They're like, oh, I thought it was a shitland pony. <laughs> Dude. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. I was just thinking. I'm like, do I want to be? Would I want to be sponsored by Miller Lite? I could be sponsored by Miller Lite. I think that would be a good a good one. Some, some you don't want to be sponsored by because you just can't keep it. Up. I want to be a. I want to be like. I don't know if this is a real thing or just a bit from community, but I want to be a guerrilla marketer. Like, I want to go around and like just be like telling awesome stories to the bar and be like, "Hang on, let me get another Miller Light. It's the only thing that fuels me up." <laughs> like, the uh, I don't know. I just feel like if I like if somebody was like, "Yo, we're gonna pick you to do like Yingling Oktoberfest," I could be like, "I could have like two of those at a time, maybe." <laughs> but like, I can't be like like Post Malone. He's sponsored oh, right, by Bud right, Light. Right. Smart. He can drink 40 of those in a day. But if someone was like, bro, I'm sponsored by like... Milkshake IPAs. Yeah, dude, double IPAs. I'd be like, I'm not. You guys are going to catch me with a Miller Lite wrapped in a koozie. Dude, a fucking like like one of those like new age moonshine companies sponsoring someone. And like they I just didn't stop at the stop sign. Break. Sorry. Uh, yeah, dude, we're in the watchtower Sorry, right bro. Now. You, you no, my neighborhood, you don't stop at the stop sign? That's going to be a fucking problem. Dude, this is the fucking watchtower. 
We're the guardians of the bus stop. Hell yeah, dude. I call Groot. <laughs> that means I'm the bench. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the name of one of the kids on the short bus. I'm like, somebody sit on me. <laughs> There's definitely a kid in the back of the bus going, I am Groot. I am Groot. It'd be just sick as hell if we just sat here and we timed it out for when the kids got dropped off at the bus stop and we just made fun of them. We're like, look at that little fatty, dude. <laughs> We're just roasting like little kids without their, <laughs> without their permission. Live reacting, your ugly fucking kids. <laughs> hey, here's the two adults who are staring at the kids' bus stop. It's a special uh, edition of uh, Milfy Mountain, dude. Fucking. Dude. Little milf milf. Yeah, dude, send in pictures of your ugly kid now. <laughs> send us pictures of your ugly kid. We want to see how ugly your kid is. Make your ugly kid walk by Jeff's house. Even if your kid's good looking, we're going to say he's ugly. Because what's the alternative? That we say he's good looking? <laughs> That's not going to work for us. That's fucking sick, dude. Dude, even if you had like a little handsome, you did his hair, you gelled it, you put him in a polo. Dude, your kid's hideous. <laughs> We can't we can't say anything differently. Oh, dude, I I always that like cause I was like a little like petulant little brat, right? So if my mom ever hit me with the like spit check on my like hair or like mm -hmm. some dirt on my cheek, I was about to be like, great. So I'm so ugly that your spit makes me better. Damn, yeah. One time my mom did that to me. She was like, just just go to school with your hair gelled like this, and I was like, I don't want to. I hate it. <laughs> and she was like, you look handsome, and I was like, no, I don't. And she goes, I'll tell you what. I guarantee you three people today tell you that you look handsome. And if three people don't tell you that, then I won't make you gel your hair tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, deal. And the moment I got to school, I went, dude. And then I went home and I went, nobody said I looked handsome today. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in, you call a kid retarded. So he gives you a nookie and you're like, good. Dude, I sabotaged my hair immediately. And I was like, no one can say it because I look insane. <laughs> It looks, I look like a Super Saiyan. It's gelled and all over the place. Don't kiss me. I'll kiss me. I'm crazy. Uh, dude, with your fucking stiff ass do and rugged bad looks, you look like you had the whole spittoon dumped. You look like you got in a fight in a saloon and someone just hit you with the whole spittoon. Thanks, man. You mean that? Yeah. Do you mean that? Yeah, dude. Like, spittoon of, of mommy spit, though. It's the, the okay. mommy spittoon. I don't love that. The Mommy Splatoon could be the coolest or worst bar. Oh, I, that's definitely a place in, like, South Florida, for sure. Oh, yeah. Florida. When you hear somebody who's like, uh, I've been thinking about moving to Florida, I'm like, hmm. Hate taxes, love MILFs. Giving up. <laughs> but it's funny because, like, Florida's such a Republican state, yeah. and you're like, bro, a lot of non-whites in Florida. I'm excited to to be getting to the age where where going to Florida doesn't mean rehab. Like, <laughs> is that is that what if you went to Florida? Do you think For most would of my that? life, if if I said to one of my friends straight up, like, "Oh yeah, I just got back from Florida," they'd be like, "Congratulations," because <laughs> like, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, because you went on Space yeah. Mountain. No, 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 no. Because I don't seem like I have like like <laughs> when you're as much of a dirtbag as I am, mm -hmm. right? If you have enough money for Disneyland, that means you had much, much more money for drugs. Disney World. You know what I mean? Whatever. Disneyland's the... That's how far away I am poor. from going to Disney, dude. Yeah, but here's the thing. You're so 50-50 that you could be coming home from rehab or you could have been at Disney World. Before I lost my hair, yeah. When I, like, like when I had longer hair, dude, there's no way I was going to Disney. No, dude. You look like you know Easter eggs around Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Like, you look like you're like, oh, actually, what they did over there. Wait, which I saw 
I got, I mean, I got one of those things where you ever see like those TikTok podcasts where they're not really podcasting? Yeah. Where they're just clearly saying something from different camera angles so that they can drive the narrative they're trying to say. Uh-huh. It's like, did you know that actually Pikachu is the strongest Pokemon? No. And this is why. No. You're like, no way. I never even thought of that before. <laughs> and you're like, this is so scripted. It's dumb. I got into one of those. <laughs> the microphones aren't even, they're, like they're plugged into each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you're like, this is so fabricated. I would. They're not even calling each other gay. This isn't a podcast. <laughs> Right? Dude, you can just tell. You can always tell the chemistry. Like, dude, fucking offering, I was like, I was trying to make it funny, but I was getting so pissed at you on South Jersey Bad Boys. Why? Oh, the, our, our server argument? It wasn't an argument. No, it wasn't an argument. It was funny. It was funny. Is there anything funnier, though, than somebody who worked in the service industry telling somebody else at a different <laughs> restaurant that they worked in the service industry? <laughs> Not it, a dude. direct comparison. Because you've never worked in a restaurant. You don't dude, get you it. act you like you guys are it. army veterans who are fucking passing each other, being like, oh, sick patch, brother. You oh. see your fucking face, dude? If I was your waiter, I'd be like, oh, this guy's going to be so mad if I fucking forget his little umbrella. It's the lamest fucking thing. Dude, it's so th- lame th- like I also hand out You're Shirley exactly Temples. Exactly why we do it, though. Wow, what a win! Hundred percent. What a great wow! What a, what a noble man you are. <laughs> I think that we just have an agree to disagree on who it's for. Yeah, I, I, uh, I. Maybe I, for you, it is for them. I will say, in your case, maybe it is because you are somebody who is um, very hyper aware. So maybe because of your experiences, you're trying to be hyper aware with them. Most people who were in the service yeah. industry. Have a little bit of an ego, right? They like to hear themselves talk. They're dealing with people. They constantly remind you that they're so good with people. They talk to people every day. Oh, I had customers today. My like one regular, right? If you're going to tell the waitress that you're also in the service industry, just say you want to be their friend. Just say you want to be their friend. It's different. It's man. not for them. It's for that person. I w- I'm not going to com- compare it to to like straight up slavery right well despite i would the lack of paycheck, well i wouldn't despite the lack of paycheck i won't go that far right? i wouldn't some people can decide that it was well it depends on if you want to say some waiter. people can decide zero dollar tip that that was slavery well if brief you, slavery if you but, call them a waiter it's okay if you call them a servant we're getting a little fishy that's that's why i prefer a waiter because i'm like no dude i i wait i take my time i don't serve any but man. in fairness in fairness serve though, a man what are you doing huh but in fairness, what are you doing? Waiting around, dude. Waiting no, for them to cook the you're food. You're serving. Yeah. Just, Bro, you're not waiting. No, I'm you're not, working. I'm, a, I'm honestly a terrible server. I'm more of a, a table-side entertainer. You would hate me. This is what I'm saying, though. Yeah. These are the people that have egos. So, so It's for you, dude. It's it's not slavery, but it is kind of like... Fucking job. We like, all have it. But it's like prison, right? Nobody likes their job. You ah, See, that's the thing, man. Dude, I have... Dude, I have worked in kitchens doing closing shit. Like, I have done all that shit. It is, it's not for it. It's like, if you're like, oh, bro, I'm also a bartender. I'm also, I work in the service industry. No, you're, I think you might be you're misunderstanding just, when I say being a, being, being a waiter working in a restaurant is like prison, right? What I mean by that is that some people do really well in prison. Some people thrive in prison. Some dude. people have never gotten more butthole than right? in prison. Exactly. Yeah. I would say pussy, but you know what I'm saying. Dude, they, I'm getting, they fuck. Right? I'm getting more ass than a, a seatless toilet. Fucking, uh, uh, nah, dude, some people crush it in prison. Other people, they hang themselves. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that it's fucking terrible sp- experience for, for everyone, but unless you've tasted that fucking gruel, you just don't know what it tastes like. Until you swish, until you swish that chunky gruel in your mouth. But don't do, talk to me, brother. 
<laughs> but is it any different than like any other customer service job where you have to deal with people? Like yes. a lot of people yes. deal with people. Because because you don't have to deal with somebody who says, you know what? You didn't get paid for that. It's different, bro. Get a different job. Dude. Stop signing up for oh $4 an hour jobs. You said get a different job, dude? You're yeah. Like, move to another country. Get dude, a different it's not job. that hard. It's Fucking not that hard. Get a, new, get a second wife while you're at it, dude. Be a Mormon. What do you do? The, people, the, people that worked, the people that worked at McDonald's from 16 to 29, that's their fault. Right? Would you agree or not? Why are you still there at 29, right? Dude, if you're a waiter and you don't like getting paid $4 an hour where half of your pay is in tips... Where I, I, I have a you weird don't have to on working you drive it. you I, drive the, the car you drive where where you you are if you don't want that you don't have to have that but either way I'm not hating on waiters or service I love waiters and service I treat them very kindly I, I try to over tip I, I try to do all those things what, but I I, want, I I do want to say working at McDonald's isn't what it's made out to be because at McDonald's on either side of that window and you probably felt this at chick-fil-a to a lesser extent right on either side of that window, you both think that you're looking through the fence of the zoo. Like, like for normal people, when they're in line at the drive-thru, they're you're like, right. this fucking piece of shit, idiot working, flipping burgers. And I'm from the kitchen, and I'm like, look at these fat fucks. Exactly, bro. Yeah. So, like, that's like this weird, like, social push and pull where both people think they're better than the other one. Being a waiter, you yeah. have to be like, yes, sir, you <laughs> like, are <laughs> your Diet is, Coke, sir. That is so true. You're like, look at these pieces of shit. Like, yeah. Hand me my $1 sandwich. And the guy handing it to you is, here's your $1 sandwich, you piece of shit. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. That's why I got canned from McDonald's, dude. But instead, you go to a steakhouse, and you're like, here's your filet mignon. And they're like, mm, not exactly how I wanted it. Yeah. Dude, I literally had Meek Mill's fucking drug dealer say to me, fucking... Meek Mill told me he brought his bitches here. Does this look bitch quality? Again, brother, I'd hit him with a... Brother, I'm not a customer support person. You want it or you don't. I, I wanted to say, your bitch or mine? <laughs> Dude. Because for me, I would get... I would. We would live on a week off of this. <laughs> Dude, my village? <laughs> no. I take this back to my village? This is no... No, just to, just to summarize, I want to clarify. This is no hate to the service industry. It's hate to the people that have to jerk off that they're in the service industry. It's like the same thing as a real estate agent putting their face on a park bench. It's not for anyone else except for the agent. No, they want to see their face all over town. It, it's... All right. Let, I, and this is my last time to try to change how I word it, right? It's like I can tell... If, if I'm a cop, I can tell another cop I'm a cop, but then flashing them the badge proves it. And they're like, all right, you're with me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But fucking being a waiter, you don't have a badge or whatever. So you, you mention you're being a waiter and then you say something like, oh, is that Aloha? Like for your system or like, oh, are you cut soon to prove that you're a waiter? And then they're like, all right, you're cool. What's up? Secret menu. What is she doing in there? Your girlfriend's still modeling the groceries. What I think is she, she just doing? slipped on a watermelon. What is she doing in there? <laughs> She's juggling, dude. It's like she just picked up the washer and dryer and slammed it down. Is that emasculating for you? No, I mean it would actually be super impressive. Dude, they're not they're not light. I watched two wait, <laughs> it was funny, this uh Dominican guy came and delivered my uh My girl's a feminist. She benches the laundry. <laughs> She could do, she could lift nine loads if she wait hold on hold on pause 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 hold on wait a second nope nope take it back take it back it's it's especially funny to me because we're you gonna said cut to our number. sponsor. <laughs> 
please don't let Jeff offer up his girlfriend for alcohol. <laughs> no, fucking, I, I, I love the number being uh, no way you could produce that many loads. <laughs> What's your day load record? What, mine? Yeah. For laundry or for legitimate? For for, for penis loads. Ooh. For meat pen loads. It'd probably be years ago. I mean, I don't, yeah, I, yeah. I don't no, have no, it we're like We're talking like, like you can go back sixth grade if you want. <sighs> probably like five or six in a day. Five or six is pretty good. Yeah, five or six in a day. Well, yeah. still fit in video games, doing all that other stuff. It's not like I had nothing to do. I mean, I was still logging. I, I hit uh, five and and three uh, three dusters. Three, I could three, th- three Thanos snaps of the penis. Dude, I couldn't do five today if I tried. Oh my god, no! Couldn't dude. do five if I tried. I'm like three. <laughs> three dude, I need yeah. two because the ones for me and the ones for her. <laughs> I come once. I'm like, that's good for the week. Nah, dude, I'm I'm like. <laughs> I'm nice. I'm I'm like a pirate who splits the treasure evenly. I'm like first I jerk off and then we fuck. <laughs> like, I, no. <laughs> uh, wait. What is it? What is it with the pirate? Huh. I said I'm like a pirate who splits the treasure evenly. I'm like first I jerk off, then we fuck. Isn't that a thing? Like one for all, all for one. Oh, you know oh, I mean? oh, yeah. oh, oh, I'm like I don't get it. What are you saying? Are you saying pirates are shady? No, dude. I'm saying a load for are. all and all for low. A load for all is uh, better on paper. <laughs> it's not really applied how you want it to be. Bad mouthfeel. I'm all about mouthfeel. You know that about <laughs> me. I'm all about texture can't be slimy i don't need anything slimy i really don't yeah (laughs) no i'm pretty texture uh aaron pointed out something the other day which i thought was really interesting which uh was i because i don't know if you saw did you see al michaels that thing where he mentioned that he's never Never knowingly eating a vegetable never knowingly eating a vegetable i don't know if you knew this (laughs) i like knowingly like he's been dosed right like like, somebody might have sprinkled some broccoli in my drink once i was feeling pretty (laughs) fucked up what is this cucumber juice Dude, yeah, that's probably what it was. That's just probably what he's referencing water. is like he got some water and it was like like cuke jalapeno water. He had lemon in his water. He's like, what the fuck? This Which is a vegetable. <laughs> no. But no, because there was a report before that Al Michaels, the famous broadcaster, commentator, football, miracle on ice, all those great sports moments that at halftime, at halftime of every Sunday night football game when he would work them is he would have a giant steak dinner at halftime and then go back out there and commentate the second half. And everyone was like, how does he not get, like, tired or anything? Like, how does he do that? And then they, in that interview, they confirmed. He's like, I've never – and they said that when they, see, when they give him this plate, everything's gone except the vegetables. They just sit there untouched. They keep serving them to him? They just give it to him. Like, I guess the stadium's like, here's your steak and, you know, steak, mashed potatoes, brought whatever it is. And he goes, I've never known to eat a vegetable. And I, I looked at Aaron and I go, you see that? A great man like Al Michaels has never knowingly eaten a vegetable. <laughs> and look at him, thriving, successful. And they go, well, what about like a carrot? And he goes, nope, don't like the look of it. No, no, no. The best part is them saying, what about a, a non-objectionable vegetable, like a carrot? <laughs> and he goes, carrot? That's objectionable. It is, dude. It's very objectionable. And He's I go, like, the penis-shaped one? <laughs> still got dirt all over it. They're trying to hide it in my soup. I see it. Par- carrots are gross. I-, I like how he surmised the texture. He said, it just looks like, why would you want to eat it? Right. But that's how, but wait, when he said that, I felt it. Because that's how I feel. And I go, see, Aaron? And she goes, yeah, but that's just because you have an eating disorder. And I go, what? And she goes, I mean, 
you're pretty particular about your food and how the texture is, and you can't even get past the mental block of eating something that in your head you've decided that you don't like. Did she call being picky a mental, uh, like an eating disorder? Yeah. What is it, wanorexia, dude? Dude, I don't know. But then I was like, damn, bro, do I have an eating disorder? Or do I just really love chicken fingers? (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't know. When she she said it, I was like, no. And then I thought about it, and I was like, damn, bro, I do have some type of mental psychosis block. Like, like from a psychology standpoint, I can't. Did you eat veggies for your parents? No. My parents had me when they were 20. Like, if they put a belt to your butt. Like, belt to your butt. Like, no. No, dude. Dude, my mom, we would have dinner at 5 o'clock, and she would say, you have to eat that, or you're going to go to bed after this. And I would sit at the table when everyone else was gone. And I would sit there for three hours, four hours until it was my bedtime and meditate. to prove that I was not eating that. And they'd be like, well, we're going to have dessert. And I'd be like, I'm still here pissed. <laughs> and I'm not touching these. Can't eat. Too angry. Won't do it. Don't, too stubborn. Won't do it. I would literally wait at the dinner table for four hours and then just go to bed instead of just eating it. Yeah. I might be crazy. I think I think it's 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 a combination of slightly on the spectrum. Let's be real; you're too big not to be a little on the spectrum. My head's too big to yeah, not you, be a little on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, like you take up probably most of the spectrum by accident. I can tell you who got voted off seventh on any season of Survivor. It's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem. So a little on the spectrum, right? May, maybe lack a little discipline. Uh, dude, I lack discipline. Dude, I, I, watched, I don't know that you're like a star pupil in my dojo. Dude, right? I watched a video of a guy who was talking about a motivational speech about like you you can only you're only holding yourself back. And I was literally eating peach ring candy as I was doing that. I was like, yeah, dude, we just got to work out more. So many people are mentally strong enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, dude, these people got to get it together. dude. And like it's and I'm superstitious, bro. I might be a problem, right? I might be a problem. I, I think that you just uh you, you seem like a deal maker to me. Like, I love deals. Yeah, you seem like you've made deals with the universe that you hold in your heart where you're just like, as long as I do this, this will happen. Like, you know what I mean? No, that's no, that's 100% what I do. All right, cool. No, that's no, I that's one, I literally have said the sentence, ha-ha, the universe thinks it's tricking me, but I'm actually tricking the universe. Bro, <laughs> I'm dead, and I and I'm. Were be you honest, tripping? I no. Was I that on mushrooms, or was that was that sober a delusion of grandeur? I'm nope, like, nope. That's how I feel. I I think I feel like I have were, bad luck, so I have to jinx myself to trick the universe into giving me good luck. I think you were supposed to have like severe OCD, but you have too much testosterone for it. I think my ADHD uh, or my ADD just like counteracts my OCD, and I'm like, oh, I should be really organized. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not matter at all. Like I, I just anymore. feel like like you want to flick the light switch five times, but you're like, what am I gay? Like like you just made fun of your fiance for mm-hmm. locking her car multiple times. Well, no, that's just because I was like, would you not? I mean, you hit the button, you heard the horn. How many times you got to do it? You know. Yeah, but also if you see that the was an OCD though. in your fucking alphabet soup in the morning, <laughs> horrible breakfast food by the way. Alphabet That's soup. very weird of you. <laughs> yeah. I know that I know you need to refresh on your letters, but uh, I've had spaghettios for breakfast. I'm not above it. <laughs> I've done it, dude. My my favorite one of my favorite sentences I've ever said is, "All right, fine, we can do more ketamine. Just let me finish my lunchable." Uh, That's pretty fucking funny. I love kids' food, dude. Yeah, I mean, me too. Obviously, I don't eat adult food. I mean, <laughs> I, I like I've gotten f- better. The fine line between kids' food and prison food, because like, 
it's very similar. Yeah, it's for you're just like toothless like certain people. companies like like Chef Boyardee, they're banking on that the kid doesn't have like the verbal acuity to express the unique way in which their food sucks. Like Yeah. Like what? like they're like Chef Boyardee is like, hey, let's be real. There's no way a kid knows how to say this meatball is processed dog food. <laughs> like, oh, dude, the Chef Boyardee meatballs were tough. They were not good. They're, they they were not good. But weirdly, the meat that was in the raviolis was somehow better disguised than the meatballs. Like the meatballs was like blaringly obvious bad. I think once it hits your tongue, blaringly and you realize, obvious, glaringly obvious, yeah. blaringly, <laughs> I'm fucking so retarded. You just got your, you have synesthesia, dude. I'm so fucking. You're like, dumb. oh my god, you're so retarded. It's ugly. <laughs> uh, no, fucking uh, the meatballs. They were they were like polished spherical meat marbles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. think once that hits your tongue, it's just you're like, this is more egg than meat. Or maybe is that a me thing? No, I mean you're you're right. I was scarred by the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode, the, like the '90s cartoon, right? Where they get uh, an evil plot to put these little alien eggs on pizza. And when you heat up the pizza, they hatch. But they just look like little pieces of sausage, right? That bums me out. Dude, I I couldn't eat pizza with sausage, pepperoni, any of that shit. Because I was just like, what if it came out of a creature? What if there's a monster that shits pepperoni? Damn, bro, they ruined pizza for you for a minute. Not pi- not pizza, just to- like meat toppings. Oh, thank God. Okay, cool. Because then, well, I would have a hard so, time. So meat bottoms are fun. <laughs> I would have a hard time different. I'd be like, oh, it was on pizza. So pi- it's pizza. Like I wouldn't. I I would be like, it's the whole big picture. You were like, no, no, no meat no. for me. Yeah, I was just like, well, I can see that there's no like fucking freak eggs on this fuck i can tell no freaks have touched this cheese pizza i promise you freaks touched it (laughs) freaks made it i will say going back to our our service industry argument as a kid i thought waiters were the coolest fucking people yeah i can tell i thought they were so fucking you aspired to be one and you are one well because well not anymore all i wanted was for them to come over and ask what we wanted and then they're like they'll be like you want to make that a Shirley Temple? I'm like, when, fuck yeah, I do. When you go to like a Starbucks or something, do you tell them that you serve coffee? No, I would, no. Why not? Huh? Why not? Because it doesn't make a difference, sir. Why not? They deal with probably even ruder people on a daily basis. No, be, be, because they're like, they don't have to put on a, like a whole fake person mm-hmm. in order to get their paycheck. They're getting their hourly. They're but, good. but you know I do that with sales and I don't fucking jerk off salesmen. Like we all do this together though, right? Isn't it hard? Like we just fucking do it. It's not And then the, we get pussy. Did you just compare <laughs> convincing yeah. pussies to buy the things that you suggest? I put on way more of a fake persona than you do. Way more. Way more. You're this way anyway. I'm this way usually. I have to flip it. You're this way anyway. You have birthday party energy all the time. Imagine if while you were making your sale, someone was just like, excuse me, mayonnaise, mayonnaise, That's what mayonnaise. I'll sign this contract mayonnaise. if right, get you. Get on the phone. Go call a client up, dude. Bro, I do. Mayonnaise. Bro, I, I talk to clients all day, every day. I did eavesdrop a little. It sounds brutal. I would kill myself. It's the fucking worst, dude. I hate it. I can't stand it. Because I think I think the problem is anybody thinking that they're like like once you connect money and time like your time to your money there's no way you'll 
ever make enough money to value what your time is. No. So but, like, so like, if somebody like, if somebody feels like you know, y- you Jeff should pay them five hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. They're just like, that's like fucking four years of my life, like. <laughs> Dude, but that's like, like when I was filming yesterday with like Drew. Every time I'm with Drew, he brings up that he thinks I'm rich. He's always like, "Dude, you're rich," and I'm like, "No, no, I'm not." And he's like, "Just go buy yourself this," and I'm like, "I can't. I just bought a house." He goes, "Dude, you're rich enough to buy a house." I go, "No, I'm poor yeah, because yeah, yeah. I bought a house." Like, but he's always like, I'm like "He thinks you talk, talking to Drew. You'd think I made five hundred thousand dollars a year." Yeah, well, Drew's closer to to Scooter than he is to fucking you for sure. For sure. Drew's, Drew's closer to sleeping in an iPhone box than a house. Dude, when we were in the woods yesterday, he kept he kept picking up nuts on the ground in the woods, and then he would put them in his mouth. That's foraging. And then he would say, these are chestnuts. And I would go... Drew Montana did this? And then Andy Lane was with us. because Drew was, was putting nuts in his mouth? Drew, was, Drew Montana was putting nuts in his mouth. Posh. <laughs> Posh. Dude, he put them in his mouth, and he goes, dude... You're just not about this life. And I go, I would agree that you are more flying squirrel than me. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> and then he asked Andy, he goes, yo, can I eat this? He goes, that's an acorn. And he <laughs> goes, it's not a chestnut. He goes, you probably can't even find chestnuts anymore. And I go, damn, bro, chestnuts are endangered. Chestnuts are damn near extinct. Is that a thing? That's what he was telling me. Oh, really? I, apparently. But my favorite part about because we, we filmed a scene in the woods. Who and those? Uh, Andy was playing like a. <laughs> they, they were they were actually all genocided over an open fire. <laughs> Dude, they, just roasting. They're all stored for the Ice Age. That's all. They're just <laughs> yeah, gone. That little that little rat from the movie <laughs> Ice Age. He's been collecting them. He's like Scrooge McDuck now, dude. He's Scrooge been... McSquirrel. But he's been collecting. But no, so Andy was playing um, like this guy who was like wandering through the woods, and he showed up wearing a camo jacket. And he had uh, like a hat, like a beanie. Okay. And he goes, which uh, it's reversible. Do you want me to go like orange, like how hunters wear? Or do you want me to go camo, which was the reverse, which matched what he was wearing? And Dorian goes, doesn't really matter to me. Uh, <laughs> Dorian's like, your character, he's technically a hunter, but he's more like a soldier of the woods. <laughs> yeah. No. And then he do goes, you have more of a naval gear? You're, I like to picture him on the water. Uh, Andy had the orange facing out. And Dorian goes, I don't really care. And you could see Andy go, like, in his head, cool, orange it is. And then Dorian follows up with, yeah, your guy's kind of like a bit of a psycho. And I watched Andy in one second just flip it back to camo. (laughs) No words were said. I just watched everything go through his head of, like, oh, it doesn't matter, orange. Oh, he's crazy? Camo it is. Double camo. (laughs) Hunting deer is totally normal. Sneaking up on deer? Weird as fuck, dude. Dude. Weird as fuck. And then Andy had to be, like, in the distance as me and Drew, like, fake, uh, like, fought each other. And then we, like, just jumped Andy. My favorite thing doing a movie with Drew is the fact that he'll give it his all. Don't get me wrong. His all is not a lot. Yeah. You know, he gives you – he's coasting through it. Yeah, well, he's like that guy from Euphoria who died. He doesn't do a bad job, but he's admittedly not an actor. Yeah. Like – I mean, either like you we, probably will over when we watch when we yeah totally when we watch the cutups like we're like Dan this was shot well and then we'll look at each other and be like we suck like yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. good actors and then uh, but my favorite is that Drew just keeps finding ways to incorporate his own little sprinkle of 
himself in there. So like there's a scene where we're just like driving up and it's like, you know, like don't yell at me, blah, 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 or whatever. Right. And I say something and he just looks at me and he goes, Bruh, we got a head in a box. Stop being gay. <laughs> and they just use that on the final cut. Like his character just said gay. And then we're doing like we have to jump Andy and I and they go, All right, I'm gonna tackle him and then we can like stomp him out or whatever. And Drew's like, all right, I'm going to hit him with the fucking people's elbow. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah. And, like, in the shot, he's going like. <laughs> Dude, you just made every Marvel movie make so much more sense to me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because, like, all Marvel movies are so, like, tonally, like, uneven. Mm -hmm. Where it's, like, there's clearly a scene where the actor was just, like, I'm fucking, I usually do like Shakespeare on Broadway. I'm going to fucking goof off <laughs> for, for a minute. Right, dude. Yeah. He's like, dude, I'm doing a triple backflip axle yeah. kick, bro. It doesn't even matter. But no, it, dude, imagine just in the middle of a dead serious, like our characters have witnessed murder and Drew's like, yeah, but how about this WWE move on this fucking dude <laughs> we're trying to kill? Dude, that's actually such great texture though. Like, like be, because that is the kind of shit that takes something from being written all by the same person to being exclusively from a, a, a lower class lived experience. Yeah. You know, like you have to grow up watching WWE to naturally be like fucking people's elbow. Dude, we were literally, I would never reference people's elbow. We were talking about it. We're like, bro, what are tag team finishers that we can do? I, we were trying to do the 3d. I was like, I'll lift them by the legs. You come over RKO. <laughs> like we were trying to like legitimately be like, bro, what if we were beating the shit out of them and we just turned it into a goddamn WWE world wrestling entertainment. Globetrotters edition, I, bouncing Andy's head off the fucking trees. I would love to to be able to like just see the scenes where where actors were just becoming friends on set, like like not filming the movie, but just being like, yeah, you like WWE too? Let's both reference it a bunch. Like, dude, at one point I said something and I was like, damn, should I say gay here? And we were like, nah, too it's too much gay in one scene, dude. <laughs> too much. I will say I had to actively like a little Geiger counter, like a Geiger counter for gay. When the movie comes out, I actually think it'd be a great idea if we all got drunk on one of our podcasts, like whether right. that's do rag and deer tag or like they hopped over here and we watched it and we just drank every single time that me or Drew said the word fuck, dude, or gay. <laughs> I'm gay. I fuck dudes. Dude, every. <laughs> I'm going to be wasted. <laughs> dude, every scene I'm going, dude, are you serious? We got to get out of here, dude. I don't fucking know, brother. Dude, I don't know, man. And then Drew's like, what are you, gay? Do you fuck dudes? Like, dude, at one point, we had, forth. we had to push each other in this one scene and kind of like get revved up. And it took us like seven takes to do it because the first six takes would just be me and him not being aggressive yeah. and going, don't. Don't. <laughs> Dude, imagine getting, imagine trying to like fake fight and then like you don't even know what to say. So he's just like, don't be gay. And I'm like, Dude, don't. Do I, not. I feel like taking that energy into a real fight is fucking awesome. Dude. Like, like talking to someone at a bar fight, like mm -hmm. they're your new puppy and yeah. you're just like, what did you just do? What did you just do? Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say this though. When I read lines, I do need the director because I will completely take a scene differently. Yeah. Dude, I looked at one scene. I was like, oh, I'm going to be real silly in this scene. And like, I did one line that way. And Dorian's like, yo, your guy is like pissed off in this scene. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Give me a, give me a line from that scene. Just uh, any one line. Because I, I want to get a where sense the, of the tone that was on the paper. Where the fuck is this guy? 
But you're like, I went, where the fuck is this guy? Just <laughs> <Is> Tim Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is fucking killing Where the fuck is he? Dude, that and then wait, there's another one where I go, uh, uh, oh, Drew says something along the lines of like, oh, I don't know, I'm probably gonna have to like, go to Baltimore after this. And my line is, who the fuck do you know in Baltimore? And I just go, who the fuck do you know in Baltimore? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, no. It's like, who the fuck do you know in Baltimore? And I'm like, why? It just feels like I hate Baltimore you know for what? some reason. I think you might have too much testosterone and self-worth to be an actor. I because might. I think you just gave your character too much confidence. Like, your Oh, my guy's on coke. Your character is supposed to be neurotic as fuck, it sounds like. Dude, my like, guy's on coke. Who do you know in Baltimore? Like, like fucking, like, he's like. Yeah, Drew's character is just like, My Drew. girlfriend's in Baltimore. Are you going to fuck her? Like, yeah. Dude, I have long hair. They gave me like a red one button open like Hawaiian shirt. My guy is definitely like visibly on cocaine. <laughs> like Drew's leaning against a tree. I'm pacing. My guy keeps a gun in his hat. <laughs> Except I don't have a hat. So it's just on top of it is my hat. <laughs> my guy puts a gun on his head. He's completely unhinged. It's like Ratatouille. The guy forgets his like chef cap that day. They're like, is it a rat on your head? He's like, fuck, I forgot to cover it up. I just have a gun sitting on my head. I'm like, ah, it's in my hat. He goes home to fuck his wife and like Ratatouille does all the moves for him. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. No, it is uh it is Damn. it is uh, very it's very interesting to do anything acting related cuz I don't know. I just some people are really good. Some people like, like Ellie. Ratatouille. Ellie blows it out of the water, dude. Like she fucking <laughs> Ellie blows. She blows it out of the water, dude. Fucking watch it, bro. She does, dude. She she crushes scenes. She'll like do a like a, a scream that will genuinely up. Like the neighbors will call the police. Like the neighbors are going to call the police if you scream like that again. Besides besides to like like misunderstanding the tone of the scene, what is the thing that you think you were worst at on set? If I'm being honest? Yeah. Obviously. No, it fucking lie, dude. Lie on our podcast about being honest and vulnerable. I don't mean to sound rude when I say this, but I think it's uh, expecting me to care about your movie as much as you do. Okay. I don't. So 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 as vulnerable as you are here, you are not vulnerable on set. I'll do what's I'll do what's needed, but like if it's too demanding or ridiculous, I'm going to tell you that that's fucking ridiculous. You're more of a Keith Jardine. Like, you'll stand in the background and look tough, but... Uh, if you're telling me that we're filming and I'm giving you a Saturday and you're telling me that we have to go all the way to, like, South South Jersey and then back up to King of Prussia to film a quick oh. car scene, I'm not doing so, that. So you don't have a problem with acting. You just have a problem with, like, quote-unquote art. Like, like, no, you know, I love like, art. Like, no, 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 no. I Organizational don't, I coordination could use some work. But, but, but for doing like, like, you don't have it in you to like. Oh my god, we're doing a short film. I would love to be a part of that. Like, like. No, I would, depending on if it's the right person. But if I again, if I don't, what I'm doing is is gonna look really good. Dorian knows what he's doing. It's gonna look really good. Yeah. We're not gonna sell it very well. We're no. terrible actors. The best actors are the side people that were actually actors, and then we hired people that were not actors to be the main actors, which is funny. Like, Damn. the do, comedians are... It's just me and Drew. Do actors need daddy issues? Like, do you need to, like, be like, yes, daddy, to the director? To, like... Nah. like? No, I am the daddy on set, brother. <laughs> no, I'm... Directors need a daddy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's in the director chair. You're sitting in a bigger chair that says daddy. <laughs> That's a power move, dude. You bring a daddy chair to set. Well, you know what doesn't help as well, I will say, is the fact that anytime there's a break, me and Drew are smoking blunts. 
So then I'm walking into a scene high as hell. That's good for your character. And then I got to just be like, where are they? <laughs> like, <laughs> Where's Rachel? Where's Rachel? And then I'm just, dude, there was a scene where, dude, they kept it in. I, I am on the brink of laughing. I hold my look for like 15 seconds. Right. Because I'm like, I'm going to laugh and I don't want to ruin the scene. Until then I just like, soap opera turn away because I'm going to laugh. And, bro, I looked at it. They used that for, like, the final cut. I'm like, dog, oh, that was the one where I was laughed. Don't do that. You're like, you used the one where I sharded and then laughed hysterically? That's me, though. I'm like, I'm like, I don't really care. Whatever you guys want to do. And then I'm like, let me in the editor's booth. I would never use that take. Yeah. <laughs> no, if, if for me to act, like, the, the problem is that, like, I'm, I can't dissociate of my own will. You can't. I can't. You, what I've noticed in the short, things that we have done where you're acting or something like that is you try to be a different person which isn't a bad thing that's acting no right? no but I know. you were like you you almost you almost project this like sillier version or character of yourself yeah but really it's potentially being as close to a real person as possible yeah i i i do you know I, what I'm saying? I, I I should work on it. I just don't really enjoy acting very much. But uh, uh, for me, it's like I, I'm not present on set at all. I feel like I'm like I'm I'm my own Geppetto, dude. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm pulling my own strings, and it's really really hard to do. Like to be like, okay, and I'm holding this face, and I'm gonna switch to you know what I mean. Like, I think like, you would benefit. Not how you act. I think you would benefit from like if you were acting to be like on a set where they're like, yo, go to your trailer for 30 minutes. I think if, if I think if you went to your trailer like solo or with somebody else and then you like had like a mirror or something in front of you. <laughs> Go beat off, dude. Don't come back on my set with that boner. <laughs> Go with Jeff. He'll help you. <laughs> I'm like, he's ready, fellas. He's good to go now. Meet Jeff out in the woods. He's smoking a blunt. He'll take good care of you. Rusty was really amped up in there. Don't worry. We're good now. We could we could probably do a double. Go go out to the woods, forge yourself some nuts, relax, okay? <laughs> like uh, it looks like an ice age in there. I'll tell you, it <laughs> I, it was snowing. I like the the idea of Drew having like a Pawn Stars style like guy for nuts. <laughs> like like he, he's like, hang on, I got a guy for that. Calls up a Boy Scout to be like, is this an acorn? <laughs> Dude, he was being so autistic with the nuts, it was hilarious. Like he would be like, <laughs> Shotty was straight autistic with the nuts, bro. He'd be like, who's he'd be like, we got to move these nuts. We're gonna slip on them when we're running. And I'm like, is this happened to you before? He's like, yeah, dude. And then like five minutes would go by and he'd be like how did all these get back over here and i'm like what he's like are you putting these down i'm like yeah dude i'm throwing nuts back where you pick them up every time you turn around <laughs> but after he said that i was like i wish i was doing that you should have been i do when he said it i was like i don't even give me that credit i wish i was doing that <laughs> meanwhile up in the the tree there's like a very jack squirrel with terrible skin just going <laughs> <laughs> he just, <laughs> <laughs> he just yelling kobe every time he throws in drew's hood a little shit, a little back of the bus squirrel. And then Drew was winging them through the woods. I mean, fucking zipping them. He's like, you know, chestnuts travel further than any other nut, which is hilarious because they weren't chestnuts. So for him to throw out that fact to me was hilarious. And then Andy is like a ways away. He's, Andy's probably past where that stop sign is, right, yeah. in the woods. And Drew is winging them at Andy's direction. And Andy's okay. not moving. He's just standing in, the, in silence in the dark. In camouflage? In camouflage, <laughs> in the silence in the dark, right? So then he's just... So Drew's winging him, and he goes, bro, I'm probably real close to Andy. And he goes, yo, Andy, are they, am I almost hitting you with these nuts? And Andy just goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just accepted fate. 
just accepted it, right? And he goes, they're going behind me a little bit. And Drew goes, oh, you hear that? We're going behind them. I'm like, that just means you're super close to hitting them. Like, you can hit them. D's nuts are going behind me. He said that. He he walked. Dude, that's the worst D's nuts I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever do any Boy Scout type shit? Any what? Boy Scout type shit? No. Were you, were you, were you, you weren't a Pinewood Derby man? No, bro. You look like you're made of Pinewood. Why would I be a Boy Scout when I'm just destined to go on Survivor? <laughs> you're, you're like, uh, yeah, but I, most of my friends were man scouts. Uh, <laughs> hung out with the older kids, scouting out the men. <laughs> boy Scouts? Why would I scout boys? <laughs> I just scout myself, okay? I'm a Girl Scout. I scout girls. <laughs> <laughs> you're a brownie, dude. You scout brownies. <laughs> <laughs> just looking for a little cookie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> No, I fucking, uh, that was like, honestly, one of my earliest memories of like bonding with my dad in a masculine way was uh, he took me to my friend's uh, Cub Scouts or Tiger Scouts, whatever it was, meeting. And uh, I, I said, Dad, I think this is kind of like gay. Could we, could we leave? This is like, I don't, I don't want to do sucks. this. And he said, son, I couldn't agree more. And we nice. went and we got ice cream and then we, we went home. It was really nice, nice tonight. Nice, yeah. dude. I think he was super proud of me. There, I will say. Now, let me ask you this. Let's re- let's reverse it. Let's say you're a father. Yeah. You have a, you have a son now. Yeah. Right. You so you want to you want to expose your children to try new things, right? Hey, try that. Try that. Try you know whatever it is. Find out what you like or what you're good right. at. Part of you though, kind of wants to see him quit the lame thing. Absolutely. Like, like in your head, the kid's like, oh, my dad's going to be mad. I quit. As a dad, you get to administ- administer the avatar test to your son where you put out, like, six toys and, like, like you'd be like, all right, we're going to go to soccer practice. Yeah. You better fucking hate it. <laughs> That's what I mean. But, like, you know, like, I, dude, I went to CCD and I was like, I'm not really fucking with all these God and nun shit. And my dad's like, yeah, we don't have to ever go back. Yeah. But I just, I just straight up in first grade quit religion. Did you know that? Could you sense that your dad was stoked on that decision, or did did you um, just feel like you got one over? Like, it felt funny because like, the alternative was me being like, but I could go to art lessons on Monday. Like I like drawing, making deals, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm like, why would I do this when I can draw Pokemon? I'm gonna go draw Pokemon, said, and my dad was like, I guess that's better than. I like that. I don't think this is where you were coming from. And like, I like the idea of you being like, dad, if I don't have to go to church anymore, I'll do something else. that's like a little gay, like, like could I'll do art. And it's like secretly you're like, all right, cool. I'll draw Pokemon. He doesn't know, but I'm not going to draw anything gay there. Like, I'm like, dad, I'm into anime. He's like, oh, you don't need God, dude. He's like, you're going to see so many boobs, so many artistic boobs. I did not see the connection there at first. I was like, oh, okay. I was like... Anime boobs, dude. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I got it after a second. I was like, the anime kids I knew were not getting titty. Dude, wait, can I just... They I were gotta, not getting breast or tail feather. I gotta take a quick second here to just let you know, because I'm only two episodes in, okay. but the new season of Survivor started. Yeah? We are off to a terrible start. Oh, yeah? It is one of the worst seasons I've seen so far. Like, the competitors suck? Like so, they're they're they've done this thing the past few years where now fifty percent of the um, people on the show have to be like a, not white, yeah. right? It feels like they're taking an extreme and they just plucked every alt comic out of Philadelphia and plugged them into the show. Okay, none of them should be on the show. All of them can't swim. They've never one person quit the first day. 
by just saying list another thing they can't do before you before you just leave the list it they can't swim they can't <laughs> swim the one goes I can't be here anymore I need to leave on episode one they go why she says all these reasons I deciphered what she was saying because one of the things she says I could go home right now and just go smoke a cigarette and I went oh you smoked the day before you got here you didn't wean off whatsoever yeah and now you're just going through withdrawal on day one. That's so funny. Your fault, right? Like, your fault. And she was a likable person, so I was like, you kind of fucked yourself. You maybe could have done something. It's like, it's it's one thing to not have gone on a date in 10 years, but if you haven't jerked off in that period of time, it's going to be a pretty bad date. (laughs) Dude, the one guy, I laugh when I think of it still. So he comes on, right? He's like a nerdier guy. He's from New Jersey, of course, because we have the worst representation on reality television. Ooh, it's, always, it's always a hairdresser dresser named Trish or some fucking dork. It, we are like kind of like the, the the clown, you know what I mean? Where it's like like the Jersey aesthetic is almost like a clown makeup in reality shows. Like you put on like the bronzer, the hoop earrings, or yeah. the fucking whatever, and it's we're like caricatures. Oh, like it's a, it's a it's a Vinny the situation. Yeah, we're caricatures yeah. for sure. So this guy's got long hair, glasses, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> you type could ask nerd. a caricature artist to draw you as New Jersey, and they could do it. Like, yeah, you're right. They'd be like, "Which county? Like, like I got you. Like, what's your hobby? Roller skating or like New Jersey? You're like Monmouth County, bro. I know exactly what you look like." <laughs> but so this guy fucking gets on there, right? He, immediately he goes, "Guys, I'm not very physical," which he isn't. You can right, tell right. he's a little not. He's not fat. He's just like has never worked out ever. And he goes on there and he goes, I'm more of a puzzle guy, right? I look at this tribe for one second. I go, they're going to tribal council every time. There's nobody athletic on this tribe. Yeah. Nobody. Before there'd be at least one big dude per tribe, not anymore. So now this dude's just like, I'm good at puzzles. First puzzle challenge, blows it, right? Blows it. They go to tribal, he somehow survives. He was like, like Jigsaw. <laughs> oh, no, he survived because the lady quit. So he survives Okay. an easy, bro, you... you Lost it for us today. He goes to a secret journey to get potentially an advantage in the game. And they go, do you want to risk your vote tonight? Uh, It would be a puzzle challenge. And he goes, oh, my God, yes, I would absolutely do this. It doesn't involve physical labor or swimming like this is made for me. It's all he has to do is match things up. That that should be a thing in American politics, by the way. You should be able to wager your your vote for president mm-hmm. on like something else. Everybody would wager it because you'd be like, my vote's not important. <laughs> my vote's not going to do anything. But that would make votes more important. True. And then it's like, all right, yeah, you got a thousand dollar bonus. I this year, stole but- your vote. No, <laughs> you're stealing the other party's votes. Dude. That would be sick, dude. Politics like- survivor would be sick. Dude, we should, yeah, you should A Republican have to and a Democrat vote. tribe? Yeah. It, it can't be related to money in any way because then that's how we got to where we are now. But, but the colors are reversed just to really fuck with them. If you're a Republican, you're on the blue tribe. If you're a Democrat, you're on the red tribe. I've always thought Republicans might have gotten an advantage from that. They're, from red? Yeah. That was like a thing where it was like 56% of uh, the time the red team in Halo won. Uh, where it should be 50-50 based on the matchmaking. True. And it was like a slight psychological advantage to being on the red team. Oh, I wonder if that's something to do with like UFC, like red corner, blue corner. Uh, that's that's why the, the, the favorite or like the champion gets put in the red corner. Is it's that true? Because, yeah. It's because it has a very slight psychological advantage. Yeah, because red corner is right side? Huh? Red corner is right side when you're looking at the TV? I don't remember that part. I think so. I think uh, like a champion. Like yeah, champion yeah, yeah, would be yeah, on the, that the, side? Oh, the, the fucking bitch comes in first. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I guess the idea is that, um, 
this, it's still built into our stupid uh, monkey slash uh, whatever brains. You know, it's flying squirrel donkey brains. And our donkey flying and squirrel brain, dude. Uh, that red is like a, an aggressive predator. Mm-hmm. And so it, it triggers your fight or flight more. And so it takes you a little bit out of the moment where you can't be as calculated. It's like slight, I guess. Okay. That makes sense. But but anyway, this dude, it's a, it, all he has to do is match <laughs> tiles. Blows it. He matches things incorrectly. Oh, so it's like so he, and there's no one around. No, like, by like, and he's like, what? And the time, like, there's like an hourglass going, and he's just like, I, I blew it, right? So he has no vote now. So he's worthless. Can't do puzzles. He gets to this the, another immunity challenge. It's a puzzle. Blows it. <laughs> They're like, all right, for this immunity challenge, pleasure your own wife. Dude, he, he's, <laughs> all you have to do is make your own wife come. He would still be looking around like, uh, he's like, uh, it's just, uh, uh, I've never, I'm, I'm not used to this kind of puzzle. Where's the the clit should be here. I swear it was just here. Dude, so he's blowing it, right? He gets back to... At one challenge, though, in one challenge... I, dude, it makes me laugh so hard. Because you can tell he's so not physically there. And for the people who don't know the, the podcast lore, Jeff is a, a huge survivor buff. He's always wanted to be honest. I love you saying everything that. Everything about it. And uh, for him... This is like talking about he just saw his ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend and listened to this clown she's with. Yeah. Am, I, am I wrong? Am I wrong? You nailed it. Yeah. I, I, I love think that it's you important said, context. I, thought, I love you said survivor buff, too, because they wear buffs. So it's just, it was like, mm, it's just on the fucking nose, dude. I love that. <laughs> I was that. just looking at your arms, and it was a Freudian mm, slip. Dude. Thank you, dude. I, I meant to say survivor fan. I just saw, I saw your <sighs> massive shoulders, and I said buff by accident. I have been called the bane of survivor. Oh, I, I meant buff because you look like you would be a janitor. Oh, like perfect. Buff floors, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> He's a survivor janitor. He really cleans up the shit. Uh, Have you ever seen people in Survivor when they like either climb up a ladder or they go down like a big slide or something? And maybe they take like a little bit harder of a tumble than they thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and then they cut. Ah, oh, I gotta shake that off and get back to it, right? Because the challenge is still going on. Right, like me the, at the skate park. Like, right, like, uh, like they, they hit the ramp a little too big. Like uh, people are watching. You're, ah, I gotta. Kind of walk that off. It's okay, right? Type thing. You know what I mean? Like uh, he did that after a puzzle. He was like, "Oh no! Oh, that Rubik's cube." He climbed. He climbed. I didn't put it in my butt. So three rungs up a ladder. <laughs> Only three steps. Right. Goes to reach up. Slips. Falls off. Maybe three feet. Right. He lands on the ground on the side. Motionless. <laughs> Dude. He. I mean. You could see it. He hit the ground and went, I give up. He didn't move. He got world starred. He got KTFO'd by the number one choice tool of short housewives. Dude. He got taken out by a stepladder. And it's not like he was like, oh. He didn't even try to get Like, he literally, if he was dying, he would have went, it was a good run. He did not move. He thought, well, this is it for me. Dude. And Jeff, who normally, the host, who normally... We'll go, oh, do we need to bring in medical? Or we got, oh, we got to do anything down. <laughs> Looks down at him and just goes, come on, Brandon, going to have to dig deep. <laughs> just, like, even, it was like your kid who's like, ah, and you're like, is it bleeding? Okay, you don't need a band-aid. Jeff Probst looked at this man on the floor and, and, and thought to himself, you know what he needs more than medical attention? A father figure. Bro, I can't wait to show it to you because I'm not doing it justice. When oh, you yeah. say it, you're like, because you know the mentality. It's not that he fell and maybe got hurt. It's that he fell and you would have thought he got hit in a drive-by shooting. He I, didn't move. I'm 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 going to say that I might clip this into the podcast. You might be watching this. 
it is lifeless. Lifeless. Like, if I was on this guy, and then he was really trying to be like, you guys should keep me. I'm pretty loyal. Like, brother, if we keep you, we're coming to tribal every time. We have to get, like, they got rid of him. Thank God. But his whole claim to, like, anything was like, I have dreamt my whole life of being on this show. And I'm like, you haven't prepared a second. No, no, he's like, I wake up in a cold sweat every night at the thought of myself in the wilderness. Like, every my, person my that comes on. therapist thought this would be good to conquer my fear of travel. Uh, every person that comes on Survivor in the last five seasons has anxiety. Every single player has. Don't get me wrong, bro. I, I suffer from anxiety. You, I'm sure, suffer from. Everybody suffers from anxiety in some capacity, right? Everybody that's on the island, I have never been away from my family. Dude. And you're like, how? Well, all right. So, like, uh, like, kind of, like, uh, feel me out on this for a second. Like, uh, so I went to school for psychology, right? Okay. And, and I know I can be, I can be a talker, I can be a jokester. I, I can, I can maybe not be so therapeutic sometimes, but oftentimes I can be very therapeutic for people. People like to talk to me about their problems, and I mm -hmm. like to help them with them. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but it really sucks to go out for drinks with your friends. And then end up being like, oh, yeah, this is that thing I went to school for. I have to do therapy for them for like 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You got to think that Jeff Probst at a certain point is starting to be over on Survivor being like, wow, so everybody is here because they feel like they could be a stronger, more confident person, huh? It's my job. It's my job to be your daddy He loves now. it. You think so? Yeah, he's actually gone on record Does to say. kids? I think so, but he has gone on record to say that like how they have been pushing Survivor in the most recent years of like the new era of it is been more targeted to kids. Yeah, it's more targeted so that kids can watch and go, "I want to one day be on Survivor," but they're missing the point. They're missing what got them to the to the dance, right. which is no, 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 keep it cool and survival like. That's what people liked, and then they got to go on here and achieve their dream. They're now so focused on people achieving their dream of getting on here yeah. that they're like, "What if your whole? What if you were a loser before you got on here, and we got to watch you transform into a confident person?" Dude, the show made from like old MTV, but it's like on a desert island. Jeff Probst like, is like, you can do it. I'm like, shut the <laughs> fuck up and vote him out. Get him uh, out of here. So, like, I, I personally believe we are in one of the worst eras of television since, like, the, the aughts. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's just, like, right now it fucking blows, in my opinion. There's some good stuff out there. There's always going to be some good stuff out there. But we're at a period of time of, like, calculated risk mm -hmm. from producers mm -hmm. where it's, like, Oh, you know what? We we believe all you survivor. We believe our main core survivor market, which is like super fans, like people like you, will watch no matter what. And so I will. we can afford to drop the quality twenty percent for them, and maybe pick up a few Swifties. You know what I mean? Like the NFL, dude. They're like fucking like, oh, maybe we could pick up like I don't know one one thousandth of Taylor Swift's fans. Like funny you said that. One of the tribe names. Usually it's like Akapakaua. Yeah, yeah. It usually Some fucking tribe name. You're like, uh, depending on what country it is, I don't know if I can say that out loud. Yeah, they're like, over to Matsing. And you're like, Matsing? Okay, sure. That sounds like a Jackie Chan adventure. For sure. I'm in. Right? No. <laughs> Isn't that what you call most Chinese food? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's, just That's just because I'm That's just because I'm very picky. <laughs> you're like, ooh, is it rush hours? This is a Jackie Chan adventure. <laughs> and I wish I was making up the color of the tribe, too. The Red Tribe. Uh-huh. Reba. What? Reba. Like Reba, like the Like Reba McIntyre. R-E-B-A. They go, Reba wins immunity. And every time they say that, all I can think in my head is, a single mom who works too hard, who loves the kids but never stop. 
<laughs> you know what's fucked up is like I'm so uncultured to like certain Americana specifically that uh, my like main like thing I think of for Reba is uh, when she was very briefly Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Was she Colonel Sanders? Yeah, they were doing a thing. Uh, oh, uh, they had Norm yeah. McDonald for a month. They had Reba for like a month. Uh, Jim Gaffigan, I believe. Yeah, for did. like a day. Because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was a good one, though. Yeah, it was all right. If you were going to do one, he was a good one. Better than Reba. Jim, Jim Gaffigan is like what would happen to a person if like, you know how Adam Sandler got famous off doing that voice? Mm-hmm. Imagine if he just never stopped. Like... Yeah. I would hate to do that. Like, because you think about that happening in TV, like, fucking, it's hard to cast Ross Geller without people, or, you know, uh, David, David Schwimmer, Schwimmer without, without thinking, thinking of Ross. Ross Geller. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, like, it's really much harder to do in stand up where, like, like, if Gabriel Iglesias put on a show without saying the word fluffy, it would be like a soccer riot, dude. Yeah. It would be, it would be like the cartel. There's probably the cartel in his crowd right now. Like Gabriel Iglesias is probably doing a private show for El Chapo as we speak, and he's like saying Fluffy again, bucks, dude. Yeah, he dude. was in Narcos. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, bro. They were like, "Yo, you could play a fucking gangbanger in the cartel," and you're like, "Why?" And you're like, <laughs> "You're Spanish." <laughs> That's it, dude. I I always love the like uh, collision of like mainstream pop culture with like subculture pop culture where it's like uh you know spanish culture they love bad bunny they mm. think that like bad bunny is like fucking like michael he's like bruno mars mm-hmm. for like spanish speaking culture places right uh do do you know of anything by him besides like just saying a language you don't know on a fucking cardi b song uh no i if anything i know more of like i've seen more of him doing like wwe wrestling matches Oh, wait, does he do that? Bad Bunny? Yeah. Dude, when we get off this, I'm going to show you the, the wait, dopest the, WWE entrance the, of all time. The, the, the little, like, twink looking, like, he looks like the bald guy from Barry, but, like, Mexican, right? Bad Bunny. The guy, the yeah, guy yeah, was, yeah. like, dating, the, he was, like, dating, the like, guy. the Jenners and, and, like, a Kardashian and stuff like that. Hey, like, I, the, I don't know. Again, Americana is lost. Celebrity is hell. Like, I'm saying, like, he's... Yeah. he's no upper echelon of whatever that is, right? So, yeah, but like, there's a period of time where like I went to McDonald's and it was like it's the, not Pitbull, you know that, right? Huh? Like, we're not talking about Pitbull. Yeah, no, I know okay. we're not talking about Pitbull, but like you could go to McDonald's and it was like the fucking like like Bad Bunny meal, like how they did like the yeah, fucking like Travis Scott. Yeah, meal. exactly. But they would do that for like artists where it's like some subgroup, some some culture of like just Spanish people is going nuts for this mm-hmm. shit. Uh, this is this is just a person to me, dude. Fucking dude, Bad Bunny has a he's a big wrestling fan. He has a very dope WWE entrance. I'm not gonna lie. I I am very bitter of people who get to the point of fame where they can then do the things they've always dreamed of and then become even more fit. That always like well, it gets under my skin a little bit. Well, wrestling in a way is kind of like comedy. Where you know those guys dedicate their lives to it, and then some person who has never thought twice about it goes, "I think I might try that." And you go, "I guess you can because you're famous." But we've all tried, and we get no recognition. There's Dude. like some C-level wrestler on that roster going, "Pat McAfee is headlining WrestleMania." Like, is that real? No, but like he's always okay, on. Yeah, he's yeah. always in WWE doing shit. Like Pat McAfee suplexing like Triple H half the time. You're like, what's going on? Yeah, they should let Taylor Swift run a play. They should let her yeah. call. They're like, all right, for this next play, Taylor Swift fans got to vote, that's and what... they chose the Wildcat formation. Dude, so that's what I was gonna say. Sorry to. It represents Ty- uh, Taylor's animal like spirit she always lands on her feet like a cat 
Sorry. Fuck her. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I have nothing about it. Did, did you so. see? Uh, I don't know if this Hold is Hold like, on. Oh, I, was, I was still connecting something I'm to sorry. Taylor Swift. Go ahead. I miss you. I love you. Earlier when I was talking about the fake podcast. Yes. That. What they were bringing up I thought was interesting though was uh, have you seen the conspiracy theory on why Taylor Swift went to the Jets game? No. There's been a thing of recent years about celebrities who claim they're green, care about the environment, do all these things, and they then you track like their plane travel and all the like the emissions they're releasing into the air, and you're like, bro, somebody in their lifetime wouldn't Taylor emit Swift, that much. You're like a small China city, <laughs> right? It's like you're you're actually destroying the environment with how much you're privately traveling. So if you looked up Taylor Swift jet on Google, that's all that would come up. Now, when you look up Taylor Swift jet, it goes to when she was at the Jets game, and it's a similar thing to what they did apparently with Disney and Frozen. They didn't need to name the movie Frozen. They could have named it Winter Wonderland. Dude, but Walt Disney is Frozen. When you look up Disney Frozen, that's all that comes up is that Walt Disney froze himself and blah 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 blah. So they so they came out with Frozen so that now when you look Duck it up, low, dude, we're about to get assassinated. Bro, Don't fucking bring this, bro, shit, dude. They're dropping shit to page three of Google so that you could be like, I don't even know what you're talking about, dude. Isn't that interesting? Yo, Isn't that interesting. Bet on Israel Adesanya's next fight. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he fighting? Fucking Ricardo Hamas? <laughs> Anybody, dude? That's a good pool. Dude, dude. Ricardo Hamas, bro? That's a good dude, pool. that's fucking sick. Are they not called Hamas? Or what are they called? No, no, no. Is Hamas. it Israel yeah, Hamas. Hamas? All right, yeah, cool. Yeah. I nailed it, dude. Dude, that was sick. That was fucking sick. No, be, be, dude, like, imagine his next fight is, like, fight of the year. It, can you place that prop bet on a fight being fight of the year? Uh, I'm is, sure somewhere. Not Israel Adesanya fight of the year, dude, and then everyone Googles Israel war, and that's what comes up. Oh, my God. And they're like, bro, him <laughs> and Alex and Pereira. Hamas go to war. They're like, yeah, bro, it's terrible out there. Dude. He you, was dropping bombs. You may have pulled a string... And I don't know if it's like I know you're just quoting something you saw, but also, not mine, not mine. It, you may have ruined my life because I don't think I'm gonna be able to watch anything the same again. Right? Like that changes everything right? for me. And not only that, but people are saying that NFL is pushing Taylor Swift so much, and her movie's coming out. Like she's a movie coming out that they've been yeah. promoting quite a bit. Rumor is they're trying real hard to get the biggest musician in the world to do the Super Bowl next year. Well, that would be huge for that for the short term. And I also think they that got they, Usher this year. They want to get, and this is that's hey, who we got this bro, year. Bro, we got Usher. Uh, I what would a rather downgrade. I would, I would rather see the time machine that whoever thought that was a good idea came out of than see Usher. Bro. Show me the time machine that goes back to 2002 and make that the halftime show. They're gonna be like, "Yo, we Are got kidding? We got Lil John and Ludacris in it with you," and you're like, "Great." And I'd be like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ludacris got the beat to make that booty go. <laughs> you're like, no one cares about this. Yeah, that, that's also the noise I would make if they booked Ludacris. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that halftime no, show, dude. Th- th- dude, this is perfect. I'm happy. I'm happy you stopped me from interrupting you because this all ties in. I was gonna say, I don't know if you saw, I, I tweeted something about it, but uh, uh, I don't know. This might be mainstream knowledge now, but Taylor Swift fans are very, very actively crusading against turf in the NFL because of Travis because of Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey which is so funny to they see they might get something done like, like my, my phone's recording I wish I could grab it I fucking shared a tweet there was somebody being like Taylor finally found a man who loves her 
and she loves him. And it's devastating to know that he would ever be injured by fake grass. Like, like literally, mm. like, these people are like trying to cancel turf as if it like Good. fingered Taylor's butthole. Good. Turf sucks. I a hundred. It's the most beautiful thing ever. But like, this is a long-term conspiracy by the NFL to get people who would be the people to be like, the NFL is gross. People get concussions. Chandler Jones just strangled me to death. Like, to get them liking football. Like, it's it's uh, pretty ironic that uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are mad about field conditions. Just saying, dude, you're not just wrong about that. Do I have sympathy? No, I don't. Don't give a fuck. Tear your ACLs. See if I give a shit. <laughs> They're like, this is exactly why I have Taylor Shaver pussy for me. Uh. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I mean, fucking I who cares? <laughs> Travis Kelsey is out with a hamstring. He got tangled up in Taylor Swift's pubes. Uh. Dude, I am pretty over all the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey stuff. All I care about is when Jason Kelsey's going to do another fucking speech when we win the Super Bowl, dude. Yeah, dude. I saw someone come into my work wearing a shirt that had, like, the speech written on it, and I got, like, so fucking hype, and they didn't even appreciate what they were wearing. Fuck them. They were like, oh, yeah, go birds. I was like, oh, yeah, go birds? Fuck them. Go birds all day, every day, baby. (laughs) That's all I do. That's what I fucking bleed, baby. I I said, no, you went birds, sir. Sir, you went birds. Me, I'm going. I'm, I'm in transit. What time is it? Oh, yeah. It's almost, dude. Yeah. Phillies are going to be starting soon, too. Oh, yeah. going to be a old, big old. Can't get into it. <sighs> you watch a game with me, you will. I, I watched the World Series last year. Or not the World Series. Yeah, the World Series. Dude, but, I do you, but do you know? Huh? But you don't know, but you don't know background. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't have You got to know that. background. Nah. Nah, I can get you into I can get you in. No, dude, because we'll do it. We'll go through the whole lineup, and you'll find the one guy. You're like, oh, that's my guy. It just feels like baseball is like a, like, Playoff baseball is a different I'll, animal. I'll be generous. I'll be generous. Every at-bat is a 60% chance to see the sport be played. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, I mean, you're either watching an unbelievable pitching performance. Which I have no appreciation for whatsoever. And then you got to watch it with Pat. Pat will make you appreciate it more. He's a good person to watch it with because he thinks not only like a pitcher, but as a catcher as well. So he thinks that he knows it from both sides. Oh. So it's it's a really interesting dynamic. I never thought about watching it with a gay guy, but uh, yeah, yeah, well, you got yeah, you can't do that. Pitching and catching, hey, <laughs> doesn't mean he's gay. I mean, if you catch, you're gay, brother. <laughs> if you pitch, you're not. Even if it's on a dude. Uh, uh, Mallory had her uh, uh, her friend who's a, a non-binary uh, visit uh, this weekend, and we were talking, right? And they were talking about somebody who came out as trans mm-hmm. uh, and then walked it back, and they decided that they were wrong about it, right? That's okay. And, and that made me realize, like, being gay isn't a choice. It's not a choice no. that you get to make. Yeah. Um, Unless you're not gay, and then you can just choose it and be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're not gay, you could be gay all night long, dude. Suck it, go ahead and suck dick all night long. When you wake up, you're still not gay. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm trying to think what Britney said it was. A onesbian? A onesbian? Uh, I think that's what she said. Uh, Wasn't somebody- that a Dr. Seuss book? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Green One- eggs and the wasbian. <laughs> onesbian, twosbian. No daughter of mine'sbian. <laughs> I could be wrong. I believe that's something that she said, that she was like, that's somebody who was a lesbian one time and thought, not for me. <laughs> Which is funny, by the way, I will always take credit for this. Uh, Brittany, big fan of the cast, big friend of the cast, uh, is a great comedian. Uh, One time we were playing a drinking game where the category was types of lesbians. And you were like, "Uh, I go first, girls. And we did did this two different days. This happened as a thing. The first time we did it, I only knew two. And there were two people in front of me. So by the time it was my turn, I just went, 
a confused lesbian. Like, I thought like, I was about to go around of like, a lesbian who cuts the grass. Like, just get really specific. <laughs> They're like, butch, fam. You're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude, literally. Literally, I was like, ah, a lesbian who loves basketball. <laughs> Old, no. Ah. But we did um, it again another time, and I actually outlasted Britney in the category of types of lesbians. No one can outlast the lesbian with another I, lesbian. <laughs> it was kind of like similar to the moment when I beat you in that Pokemon game. Would you say she blew her load? <laughs> I would say that it was uh, poor timing on rotation. Like, we kind of got all the okay. good ones, and then it was her turn, and she was like, uh, fuck it. I'll just drink it. Like, don't care. But I was like, I just beat you in types of lesbians. How do you Pokemon feel? Pokemon Stadium, by the way. It's very different. Uh, Nintendo 64. Yeah, it's very different. It's okay. Doesn't matter, but I beat you in a Pokemon game. You've never played me in any other Pokemon game. Right, right. You beat me in like what? What other what Pokemon game would we have football. to play? You beat me in Arena Football. What would we have to play? We, we have to play the the real. The, but the, I was also I'm pretty sure I was like down three one and came back and beat you. It, it's just it, 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 don't worry about it. Don't no, worry no, about I know it. you the didn't. People, have, know, the, the listen, people know what I mean. Know what I mean. I know what you're talking about. I had Alakazam. I hit you with enough psi beams. You're going down, brother. It, it's like uh, you know, like like you like you destroyed me in flag football. I would destroy you in football as well. Not if football was Pokemon, but it's okay. What okay. do we have to play? Ruby, I, Sapphire, if, if Emerald? What do you want, brother? Bring sentence, it on. I'm going to forget what we were talking about before. Right. I feel it slipping away. I feel it slipping away. Yeah, it's like beating me in Pokemon, so you beat someone and someone they were good at. What were we just saying? Brittany and types of lesbians? Yeah, types of lesbians. Nice. Were any other lesbians playing this game? No. Did it come down to you two at the table, like fucking like Doc Holiday, like Duel, like fucking Yojimbo, like... No, there was like two people in between us, but we were staring at each other across from the table. Yeah, so it was in that way. It was a little duel esque. Did can you name three types of lesbians besides Butch right now? Yeah, tall, short, medium. Oh, this is <laughs> yeah. Let me get a medium lesbian side of dykes. Is that a vente? <laughs> oh no, she's just venting to me. Uh, <laughs> she just needs to vent today. It's she's vent one of those. Today. She's one of those bitchy ones to guys. You know. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking sick. Uh, it's it's funny to think about like if Brittany was conning you the first one, like if she was the only like lesbian at the table and she's just looking at you deadpan and being like Alabama Slama, like, like you're like, there's no way that's a kind of lesbian. That sounds like where Brittany would be if she was a lesbian in Alabama. She would be in the Alabama Slama. <laughs> that, that, that's when you've you've uh, never actually seen the Mason Dixon line. <laughs> I was thinking about naming my kid Mason Dixon. What do you think about that? I think he'd be equal to all parties, you know? Really appreciate being in the middle. Mason Dixon Colella. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, hey, dude, any child of yours, he's either getting Dixon or he's getting Mason. Uh <laughs> Gotta end it on that, brother. Gotta this end it on that, dude. <laughs>